Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. I got to get the heck out of Dodge at 2 o'clock because the Jets are introducing Aaron Rodgers today at 2 o'clock. I got to watch as he wears Jets stuff. If you'd have told me a year ago, six months ago, Aaron Rodgers would be wearing a Jets uniform, I'd have told you, yeah, right. But he is. So that's interesting. Yesterday, we had a a lot of fun talking about uh, your thoughts on what the SEC is contemplating in terms of stricter penalties for rushing the field. Today, I want to get your opinion, and it may be as simple as one thing. Uh, This came out a couple days ago. A sports marketing firm called SBRnet did a study on what it says are the fastest shrinking fan bases in college football. Florida has made that list. Who do you think, by the way, Sam producing today, after Jose produced uh, our on-deck show today, the team, the school, that had the biggest decrease resides in the SEC. It's not Florida. Auburn. Auburn, minus 47%. Yeah, they had a decrease of 945,000 fans. I think it was over a two-year period. Next was Iowa. Then Washington State. Stanford. Kansas which that doesn't make sense to me because they had a for for them they had a pretty nice year last year then florida after florida notre dame mississippi state texas and north carolina state so when you're florida right their figure according to sbrnet minus 26% 550,000-plus fan reduction, according to the data. My question is this. Why do you think that is? Give me why you think that is. Now, look, the most obvious thing is winning and losing. Some fans are not going to spend their money to watch a team that goes 6-7. and And it's a proven fact that people will pay money to watch a team that is successful. Fans like to see winners. But is there any other reason? If, For example, if you're one of those fans that stayed away, tell me why you stayed away. We'll take calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. John says, ponder this one. Okay, just a minute, John. I'm pondering. In recent college football history, 
who's the most impactful transfer? He says Joe Burrow. I can make an argument for that. Matter of fact, a pretty darn good argument. Anybody else wants to weigh in on that? can do that too. Uh, let's get to Daryl's call. Daryl, hi. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Yeah, Steve, uh, win is number one, but I think convenience is another thing. People just want to stay home and uh, watch it on TV and don't have to stay in line at the concession stand, you know, and go to the restroom and don't have to stay in line. That's another reason why. Maybe. Maybe. But I think it goes hand-in-hand, Daryl, with winning and losing. In other words, if, if Florida's winning big, is it a pain to stand in line? Is it a pain to, you know, go to the restroom and stand in line? But you're going to do it because you finish 11-1. and one. I, think it, I think it becomes exacerbated when you're 6-7. and seven. Yeah, I agree there. And also, Steve, you know, back in the day, I mean, it was hard to get tickets and, you know, to big games and stuff. And uh, now if you got an extra ticket to a big game, people just don't want to buy it. I mean, if Tennessee comes to Swamp, look at the empty seats. And, you know, it's FSU, you know, the tickets aren't as popular as they used to be. But there we go back to winning and losing again. Right. I, I think that has everything to do with it, that – you know, people want to be associated with winners. And they don't want to be associated with losers. And I'm not knocking folks who feel that way, but then you're not a fan. You are not a fan. I'm sorry. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Steve. During the COVID you know, year, to, uh, you know, there's limited attendance in the uh, stadium. As much as I love going to Gainesville, it didn't bother me to go over here that year because – you know, I was at home comfortable. Now that twenty uh, twenty one, we got to go back. I was ready to go, but it's you know when you start tailgating, it's kind of like an all day event. You're packing everything up, but I enjoy it. But come Sunday, you got to pack all this and you know break everything back down, unload it. It's like, ooh, it's like a job. But you know, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. I'll still go. Well, I, I do think there's something t- to be said for that, Daryl. That. You know, after a while, you just, I I know somebody uh, from the Jacksonville area I've known for a long time, and I ran into her at an event here, and she said, I'm not renewing my tickets. I've just had it. And it's about time. I just want to spend more time home. You know, I get that. And there's nothing wrong with that because she was a very loyal supporter of Florida, you know, win or lose. Um, but, yeah, to your point, sometimes you just get to the point where I don't want to do this anymore, and that's okay. Yep. Okay, Steve, thanks a lot. Today. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate you. David, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve. Hey, uh, I agree, too, that uh, winning and losing have a lot to do with it, but I think it's just the the, uh, the face of college sports now. Uh, it's, it's a big turnoff to me as a longtime supporter of Florida. The whole NIL thing completely turns me off. And and I've talked to other fans of other teams who feel the same way. They don't have the same passion for their sports team like we used to have. Uh, now, do I still support Florida? Uh, of course. But I'm not going to spend an extra dime to send to NIL uh, because 
yeah, I guess I'm just the old school where these young people are getting a free education. And I get it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an old guy. So uh, these guys are all going to get paid, and that's fine. But I'm not paying them. And these, these younger fans don't have the disposable income to pay them. So it, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. The NIL thing is going to have to straighten itself out um, for me to even get passionate about it. Like Daryl just said, I used to be in the stadium every time Florida was there and traveled. Uh, I grew up, or my son grew up in Gainesville at games and, and eventually graduated from Florida Law. So we're Gators through and through, but I tell you, Steve, it, I sound like I'm a whiner, but uh, I, this this whole NIL thing is just a hard pill to swallow. David, let me, let me ask you this before you go. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If Florida is in the college football playoff and have obviously had a great year, okay, would you care at that point about NIL? Would you care how much money the star player was making to help Florida win? Steve, I don't care how much the star player is making now. I'm just not going to contribute to it. Uh, you know, and, and I find it ridiculous that we're talking about paying a brand-new player who has proven nothing, all kind of money. You know, I mean, we're talking some of this is life-changing money and for a player who hasn't even contributed yet. So, yeah, I want the Florida to do good. Every national championship they've won, I was in the stadium. So, yeah, do I want Florida to do well? Absolutely. But, um, so, you know, if they were to figure out a way, Steve, where they had some controls over NIL, my attitude would change and I would contribute. But right now, the way it is, I, I, can't, I can't do it. Okay. All right. Appreciate you, David. Thank you for your call. Bring James to Sports Scene. Hi, James. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I think your previous callers are making some good points. And uh, let me ask you, did, did they give some criteria for the uh, for this, uh, survey? I mean, was it, it wasn't just attendance, right? No, it was attendance. Oh, just attendance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So that was just butts and seats for all sports over two years? I think football, I believe, is the, is what they're talking about. Really? Yes. Wow, okay, that's, that's kind of a high number just for football. But, uh, you know, I, I, I will, uh, you know, hit on some of the same points your previous callers made. Um, you know, it, it, with games being accessible on TV, um, you know, the fan experience, I think really needs to have a concentration on the fan experience. I think the younger generation, I'd like to ask this question. How many Gator fans out there, I mean, most of the people that call you are in their 40s or above. How many of their kids are just as fanatical as they were or are? And I think that that's a big part of it. Um, if your kids don't want to go and you're, and maybe you're not going and you're spending time elsewhere. Um, and I'll, I'll say one of the other things that I've seen in the last, uh, you know, three coaches or so, coaches' accessibility. And just being able to learn and, and, and know the coach as a person. Um, they don't do the coaches' shows anymore. Practices aren't open to fans. I think that's taking a hit, too. I do. I think so, too. I, I do think that. Um, I still think winning and losing is by far the big reason. But to the other things you're talking about, uh, accessibility at home, you know, being able to see 
as many games as you want in air conditioning, don't have to battle the crowds, you know, all of that. Does that factor into this too? I think it absolutely does. Absolutely. And winning and losing is definitely it. But, you know, the Cubs lost for a long time and, and Wrigley Field would sell out every game. You know, I mean, there's just some places that you create an atmosphere um, that, you know, regardless if it's a win or lose, you're going to have a good time with your family. And I'll tell you one other thing, and I brought this up to you before, and, and you probably didn't, you know, you, you don't think it's that important. The way the home football schedule lays out year in and year out, where it's front-loaded, it's heavy home games on the beginning of the season when it's hot, and people that travel from a couple hours away are turning around and coming back that next weekend, I'm telling you, that hurts attendance. I I personally have season ticket holder friends that live within two to five hours away that don't go to those games back-to-back because of that. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you, James. 1216, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Diane Raddick. Tonight, the number 15 Florida softball team will face in-state rival number 4 Florida State in a midweek affair in Tallahassee. Entering this game, the Gators are coming off of a series loss against Tennessee. Tune in here at 5.45 p.m. for live coverage of the event. Meanwhile, the Miami Heat are just one win away in the Milwaukee Bucks series from advancing in the NBA playoffs. They look to face the Bucks one last time in Game 5 tonight at 9.30. In the NHL, the Tampa Bay Lightning are in survival mode. The Lightning, who are down 3-1, must secure a win tomorrow night at 7 against the Toronto Maple Leafs if they want to stay alive in the NHL playoffs. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Diane Raddick. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Road Heber Boys Ranch has been doing a terrific job. It's a terrific local charity that helps at-risk young boys from troubled homes straighten out their lives, and they make them earn it. And you help. The reason? your unwanted or donated vehicles. They take these vehicles, RVs, trucks, boats, just about any kind of vehicle. These kids fix them up, then they resell them. They learn real-life skills by doing this. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle, please consider donating it to the Road Heber Boys Ranch. Your donations are tax-deductible, and because of the work they've done, ladies and gentlemen, it goes a long way towards helping this really great cause. You can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org, and there you will learn more about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, look no further than Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. Steve Russell here. I've been a customer of Southeast Car Agency for a long time. All the vehicles I've purchased have been great. They'll do the same for you. Go online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles they have in stock. You can go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue. The Cousins families run this business for 40-plus successful years. That's Southeast Car Agency. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. 
QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Just like the movie. At the United States Postal Service, we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving. With new shipping options to deliver better value, greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers, more confident shipping with new informed delivery features and new electric vehicles for a cleaner, brighter future. Fast, reliable, perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Raise a glass to good times at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Every Tuesday, we raise martini glasses for our Martini Tuesday, where you can enjoy 50% off select handcrafted martinis. On Wine Wednesday, we toast with 50% off on bottles of wine up to $75. And, of course, don't forget to celebrate the weekend with an incredible Spurrier's Gridiron Grill brunch buffet with bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys at the hottest restaurant in Florida in the heart of Gator Nation, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. Our oceans are home to most of the life on Earth, but today, plastic pollution is killing our oceans. 33 billion pounds of plastic enter the oceans every year. That's roughly equivalent to dumping two garbage trucks full of plastic into the oceans every minute. But you can help. Oceana is campaigning to stop plastic pollution at the source by calling on companies to reduce their plastic waste and offer plastic-free and reusable alternatives. Take action today at oceana.org forward slash join. This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball, ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Drew asked a good question. He says, how are they quantifying fan reduction? Is it just sales, attendance, which wouldn't make sense since we actually had great attendance last year? Television views, do they offer their sources for the numbers? Um, what this is, to the best of my knowledge, um, they uh, is something called the Center for Sports Analytics, and it was done at Samford University. They conducted an analysis of college football fans based on a nationwide survey of 6,330 sports fans in the U.S. conducted in January of this year by the marketing firm or the research firm SBRnet. That's what this is from. So, again, is it is it the one and only study? No, it's one thing that they did and passed along. 
PG, hello. Hey, man. Thanks uh, for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know, just kind of jumping on that last thing you were talking about rating, I know that the Utah-Florida game was very highly rated, and the Florida-Tennessee game was also highly watched. So they did well in those areas. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I remember I was surprised how well it did, uh, how well those games did. And, and those were kind of marquee games. You had the Utah game on it in the evening, and then I believe the 3.30 CBS game with Tennessee, right? So that matters, you know, not being on at noon, especially then traveling. If you're playing at noon, it's tough, you know. You should come up Friday. It's probably what you need to do there. But I'm a tweener, man. So, like, I'm an early 40s guy, so I, I actually, a little bit I can donate now and kind of saw guys above me doing that. But I tell you, the ones below, you know, I, I know some 20s, you know, maybe even early 30s, I, I don't know if – my guess is, in my opinion, I don't think they're going to donate. I don't think they're going to come through like the people, you know, in their 60s and 70s because they do so much more than just going to tailgate, you know, or going to the football game. They just their their minds are all over. They, there's a lot of activities there. I just I wondered that sometimes, like, what is that going to look like when they get into those spots? Sure, I think it is all changed. Um, a couple other things, and I'll, and I'll take it off. But I do think there is exhaustion, Steve. I mean. You now you're expected as a fan to go and donate to NIL and basically be a little league sponsor, you know, um, and then fund everything else. And then with your eyes, watch the games. It's like when is enough is enough? And, and I feel like the vitriol and, and a lot of the anger is directed towards the players. And this is going to be a very unpopular thing I'm going to say, but it's not their fault. They're just the last one. And, you know, a lot of old-timers are like, hey, they shouldn't be paid at all. I get it. You're getting a free education. I'm not knocking anybody's opinion. But I don't hear anybody complaining when an AD gets $2 million or a coach gets $10 million at a state university and schools are taking eighty, um, and, and we're calling it amateurism, you know. So, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. It's, it, it's, it's a lot more complex than just the kids are getting NIL payments. I wonder if it wouldn't have gotten so out of control with the dollars if if any of this would have happened to begin with. Like, Yes, I don't know. it would have because part of this is winning and losing. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but did you get what I'm saying? Sure. But let's go back to the old days, okay? If you are going back, well, there were still booster clubs, Right, you were still asked to donate to the program. You then paid booster fees when you bought tickets. So it isn't like fans were never asked to pay. They were, but they did it through buying a ticket, more or less, right? Or the a donation on their own. Where you know now it's just taken a different form. It's called nil. Yeah. Well, it's. The whole and, and now it seems to have trumped just all of a sudden, which I think adds to frustration. You know, what, what were we talking about two or three years ago? Recruiting and what do we need to do for Florida? Florida needs to win consistently. They need to, they need to have relationships. They need to get facilities. Well, those things are all important, and they put you in the game. But if the NIL isn't right, you're, it just came in and just, just, just covered everything. It's the number one thing. And that's a big add-on because the things you're saying are still there, right? Like, okay, donate as a booster. Um, do you want to donate to facilities, uh, to the school, to the library, you know, to get your ticket? You have to be a certain type of level booster. And 
and now this. And it's so important. And I think that's where the exhaustion is. And that's it. All right, PG, thank you. Appreciate your call. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, a couple quick things, and then uh, uh, finish up with the Jets. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, thank you for on the on-deck show for saying the nice things you did about Kevin Cash and the Rays. Um, I've I've loved that team for many years, and the only thing that scares me is the teams are going to start coming for Cash soon. I'm actually kind of shocked they haven't come for him yet. Um, As far as the Gators, uh, you know, I'm an old graduate from UF. I've got older uh, friends. And what the university's done to the Bull Gators, uh, to some of the Bull Gators, they're just, they've had it. I mean, the ones that have RVs have been shoved way out by the hotel out on uh, 34th Street. Ticket prices are going up. Booster fees are going up. They, I mean, we used to have probably 30 to 50 people at our tailgate every single home game, and they just moved us. And uh, with no place close to the stadium, we've got people that can't walk that far, so... That's just one of the problems. And then finally, I called you before, long-suffering Jets fan, going back to the 80s. I'm just not digging Rodgers. I I need you to talk me off the cliff and tell me what I'm not seeing. I hear people talking about him. You know, I understand he's going to be better than Zach. I get that. I would be better than Zach. But (laughs) I'm just not – I'm not digging it with Rodgers. What am I missing, Steve? I think what you're missing is – his, you're looking at his personality, his quirkiness, uh, you know, going in some whatever he was in to decide his future, you know, all of that. Um, I get that. But you hit the nail on the head, right? And, look, you, you can make a case that just about every quarterback is better than what the Jets had. But if he's healthy, if he's into it, if he, he, he will – he should – if the Jets stay healthy and with their defense, make them credible. And at least that's something. They they have a shot, in my opinion now, of being a playoff team. They're going to the Super Bowl? No. But at least they're going to be relevant, and the Jets haven't been relevant in a long time. Well, I, and I think you just nailed it by saying if he's into it. That is such a huge part of it. Is he going to be into this whole thing? Yes, I don't think I don't think he made the decision to do this without going all in. Because look, he has an ego like the rest of us have an ego. He's got he's in the Hall of Fame right now. If he quits today, he's in the Hall of Fame. But now True. he's got something else to prove. Now he's got something else that outside of Green Bay, you know, can I can I do something? I think that will motivate him. Well, let's see what the New York media does to him. Thank okay. you, Steve. Yep, thank you. 1230 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Chris, and is that Mark? Okay, I'll get right to you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. 
Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive. They get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. We get the bugs. All of them bugs. Out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Hey, thanks for coming to my car warming party. I didn't know you were actually having it in the car. Well, with Radiant Credit Union's flash sale, I had to move fast to get this amazing low rate on my auto loan. It only lasts until May 1st, so I had to plan quickly. Chips are in the glove compartment, drinks in the cup holder. Radiant Credit Union's flash sale is on now. Get a crazy low rate on an auto loan, but hurry, this promotion ends May 1st. Hi, Nancy. Hey, Tom. We brought you an air freshener. Visit RadiantCU.org slash flash sale. Federally insured by NCUA. From scenic lakes and rivers to picturesque bays, Florida has many beautiful waterways that are perfect for exploring by canoe. But even when paddling on calm water, it's important to be prepared for the journey, regardless of your experience level. Be sure you're physically ready for the effort and always wear your life jacket. Before you go, know your limits. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy and warm early, highs in the mid-80s, but scattered to numerous thunderstorms are expected to develop later on this afternoon and persist well into the evening. They should bubble up first west of I-75 and propagate eastward, and a few storm cells could be strong. Damaging wind gusts in excess of 60 miles an hour and large hail will be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Key, tell me if you uh, you and Max know what some of these acronyms mean, like Gen Z's slang. You ready? T-N-T-L. T-N-T-L. Trying not to laugh. Y-N-K. Y-N-K. You know or something like that? No? 
I mean, I don't <laughs> Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Tommy has a really good email here. He says... I have nothing but good to say about Florida Victorious. There's an education component and opportunities for UF athletes to earn some monies that they partly help generate it. In my opinion, it's a win for Florida. Fans don't have to join, but at least be cautious about being negative towards the program. As they say, you don't have to be an advocate for our student athletic program, but no one has to be against the program either. This is much better than just handing out money. Mark is our next guest. Hi, Mark. Mark, go ahead. Hey, this is Bernard. Steve. Oh, Bernard. Sorry, I have Mark on my phone here. Sorry about that. No, no problem. Steve, uh, this is a hot button issue. I called and it was busy. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's more calls coming in about what's going on non-athletically. And I think, it's, Steve, it's a catch-22. I listen to your show while I'm working my office. have a lot of Gator fans, maybe a demographics older calling about anti-NIL, about the players getting this and getting that. See, this right now, this is the cost of doing business. I would have you to ask these fans when they call in and they, they don't like it, do they own a cell phone? They didn't own a cell phone 50 years ago, but they have one now. Steve, things change. And, and, you know, I travel and I go to different sites. See, trust me, University of Georgia, who I despise, their fans are not calling and saying uh, negativity about NIL. They are all in, and I think some of that probably has to do with they've been so successful Correct. the last few years. Correct. Do you follow what I'm saying? I it, agree with that 100%. So, so they, they, they are, how much more do you need? And, Steve, when they release these figures, I follow this recruiting closely. I think I saw some about Georgia having a, a – recruiting budget of $4 million, see, that's what they say publicly. We don't know what is, is, that's being moved around under the table. That, that, see, there's a lot of money that's moving around that in terms of recruiting, particularly at the high end. You know, the Ohio State fans, that they're trying to come up with the money. Alabama, my, my, my thing is this, Steve, the Gator fans, we can't, if we're going to complain and we don't want to do this, then when a coach comes in, he struggles. The first thing we want to do, Steve, is get rid of that coach. And that coach may be operating with one hand tied behind his back. He may be going bear hunting with the toothpick. So we need to equip our coaches out with everything they need to be successful, Steve. And at the top of, you know, number one is money. Number two is money. Number three is money. So money is the thing that's making this world go round now, Steve. And and that's all I have to say. Okay. Steve. I think we, we need to stand, change with the times. Steve, you have a great day. Okay? Bernard, thank you. I appreciate your call. Uh, William says that he stayed away uh, because of COVID and being over 70 plus 
convenience. Uh, Gabe says, I understand losing part of it, but also the quality and excitement of the football program and product. Napier just does not bring an exciting offensive scheme. It's dull and predictable. Several friends are not renewing their season tickets, calling it a waste of time. Not good. That kind of goes to the crux of my argument here, Gabe. Right? You're not renewing your tickets, and you have every right not to. But it all in, does some of it involve style? Yes. Okay? But I'm going to throw this at you. If Florida got to the college football playoff, got to the college football playoff with the uh, offense that you talked about being dull and predictable, would you, would you go? The answer is yes, because they're winning. Because they're winning. When I hear this argument, I cringe. I just cringe because if you have an exciting offense and you go 4-8, and eight, okay, great. Yeah, I was exciting. We lost 45-40. to 40. That was a great, great offensive game. You're 4-8. and eight. If you win 23-20 and you're 11-1, and one, I know what I'd rather be part of. That's just me. Byron, hello. Hey, Steve, man, I, I don't like to get into this NIL, but Bernard made me call with that. It was a great call. And, Steve, I, I, the Bull Gators are some great guys. I was working with uh, concessions and got to meet them, and I love to be up there working around them. I ain't one, but, but they got some great points. And I'm not trying to be negative, but, you know, Steve, back in the years when you were on this show, we used to call and say, why the teachers don't make that kind of money and the policemen? So, guys, it's society. Don't blame the athletes like you guys are doing and getting on that. Something got messed up way back when, and we tried to tell you guys it was going to get out of control, and now the athletes are getting greedy too, if you get what I mean. So don't blame them. They're the last ones. And, Steve, just shout out to the Rays interview and, and what they're doing and the Florida teams, Miami, enjoying the NBA and enjoying your show. Hey, man, let's just go Gators. Byron, thank you. Uh, Lee has a similar email here. Uh, he says, um, I know what your answer is going to be. That'll be winning cures everything, but I'd like to look a little deeper than winning and losing. He thinks the number one most important thing in building a program, you have to think about every element. Right now, for the style of football, doesn't elicit excitement. Nothing, nothing over the last years made students or younger fans want to be involved with football. I was at a lake over the weekend, had a bunch of students at it, Overheard him making fun of Florida football, how embarrassing it is right now to be a Gator fan. Millennials have one million things to do now. Their attention spread out. If we're going to cultivate the next generation of fans, we need to do things that are exciting and makes them want to be involved. I think this is where Tennessee and Ole Miss programs are. They've gotten it right because they're going to offset a few losses here and there in the early part of a rebuild with the brand of football they're playing and how exciting it is. I don't care what Napier does. Uniform changes, pep rallies, throwing the ball around the yard, trick, plates, trick plays. He's got to do something to make people want to be involved with Florida football right now and make recruits want to be involved. Well, he apparently is doing okay on the recruiting trail, so they must not share some of that 
Lee, because apparently he's doing okay when it comes to that. Andrew says he refuses to donate, and I'm in favor of NIL. I'm for them making money. I didn't realize this was what NIL would become. I thought we're talking about them having basic needs filled, not having them drive a Jaguar. I'd rather donate to church where I know my funds will be used for the good of my community. Well, once again, Andrew, I'm going to ask this question. Go back, Andrew. You're 20 years old. You're 18 years old. And you're really good at a sport. And a school comes to you and says, we want you to come here and we can offer you this NIL deal. What are you going to tell them? You're going to tell them no? Because if you tell me you're going to tell them no, I got land south of Key West to sell you. Bottom line. Okay? I know this is, especially for older fans, I know this is different. I know there's always been a demarcation line between college sports and pro sports. There's always been that. But I'm still going to tell you, winning cures almost everything. If Florida goes to the football playoff this year, will anybody give a tinker's damn about NIL? The answer is no. No. It's an excuse. Is it, is it change? Yes. Does some of that change stink in some ways? Yes. But the bottom line is... If your team is winning, most people are going to support that. That's what it's about. 1245, time check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators softball is in action tonight against rival FSU. Florida will look to bounce back after being swept by Tennessee over the weekend. Tune in here for coverage of tonight's game beginning at 5.45 p.m. Gators lacrosse will face Jacksonville tonight at 7 p.m. They'll look to continue their seven-game win streak. And the Gator baseball team defeated UNF 6-2 on Tuesday night to get back in the win column. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will host the Houston Astros tonight. Tampa is currently the top seed in baseball. And in the NBA, the Miami Heat will look to complete their upset series win over the Milwaukee Bucks. The Heat are up 3-1. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Healthcare workers out there, listen to me. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. Right now, my healthcare federal credit union has great low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and even power sport vehicles. If you already own one, think about refinancing it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card of up to $100 as well. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families right here in Gainesville. I've been a member for over 30 years, and they do great things and will do great things for you as well. To find out more, visit myhcfcu.org. That's myhcfcu.org. 
Before we left the hospital, my daughter received her newborn hearing screening. It only took a couple of minutes and it was a painless test. When our son was born, the doctors tested his heart and found out his blood oxygen levels were low. As a dad, nothing is more important than your child's health. It was that initial screening that led to her early identification of hearing loss. And as a result, we found out about our baby's rare condition, which allowed us to review treatment options quickly. Go to floridanewbornscreening.com to learn more. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800 75 758-7980 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-758-7980. That's 800-758-7980. What do you have to lose? Call 800-758-7980. Again, 800-758-7980. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery, because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the Internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With multi-gig speeds coming soon, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. Limited availability in select areas. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey, it's Steve Russell from my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in over 40 years they've been in business. They specialize in giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. They always keep up the best and the highest inventory of high quality used vehicles. Check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, Southeast Car Agency. The WRUF Radio app. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 
8.50 a.m. WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Interesting couple of emails here. Rick says, hesitant to send this, never thought I'd say this. It just doesn't matter as much as it used to. It's just too different. Not saying good or bad, but my interest just isn't there. And from Jonathan, who's a Kansas Gator, used to hate NIL when it came out, but time changes everything. Can now see the benefits of it. Napier has plenty of help coming in the next couple of years. His offense isn't boring. If you go look at his previous tape, Florida just couldn't get receivers open last year. Our running back's the best room uh, in the locker room. Slightly an old-school idea, throwing it back to Billy D. but it seems some players, especially in the glory sports, have lacked drive and forgot what it means to be a Gator. Take the logo off their clothing, make them earn it. You'll see who truly loves the university and the Gator standard. Happy to be flying down to Florida this weekend to catch a baseball game. Maybe I'll see you there, Jonathan. Let's get to uh, Paul next. Hi, Paul. Hey, Steve. How are you? Good. That email kind of leans in a, a little bit to my point in that if you look at the fabric, because, you know, if you really look back over history, I know you, you, you like history, Florida, maybe they're a top 25 program all time. I mean, I'm not trying to be argumentative with that. I'm just saying over the course of Florida history, it's three national championships, pockets of success, right? Yes. But at those times, bursting at the seams. I would think even you as a student, when you went to a game, it felt like it was bursting at the seams. And I think we've gotten to a point where – we're given so many opportunities not for it to, for us to care anymore. I go as as small and petty as coaches or Billy Napier not giving you a couple interviews a year, the pettiness of no access to practice, and that, you know, the fundamentals of, of the University of Florida has changed. The students have changed. And that's not a bad thing. That's just being real. And the fabric of what made that feel like bursting out. And it's, you're correct. If Florida jumps out in a 6-0 and next year, it will be bursting at the seams. Yep. However, I just, and I think your show in some ways is a microcosm of you got to many days, you're asking for people to call. And I know mediums have changed, and that's not any dig towards you no. or what you're doing no. as mm-hmm. a platform. But, and then previous caller was an email they said uh they're not giving and then you said well i'm sure if you were 18 big difference there i'm telling you right now if i was 18 i would be going and getting everything i can Mm -hmm. but as a middle-aged guy that used to go every day every, every every game i don't care as much anymore and i think the changes there's i think there's a lot of us out there I agree with that, and I will say this as well. The only constant is change. I've always believed that. I don't care if it's media, if it's, you know, whatever. It, it, that's the only constant. And sometimes I get caught up in this that, well, you know, it's not the way I'm used to it, so I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to embrace it. It's like technology, okay? If, I mean, somebody made a point earlier and it was kind of facetious, but I get it, right? Um, I can remember pay phones. I can remember long distance. When you dial long distance, you got to pay for it. 
Okay. What, what's this cell phone? What's this? What is? What the heck is this? Well, you either roll with it or you choose not to, and that's okay. And I, I, I do think that there is a huge transition. I think what the game looks like in ten years probably it, it can be a little scary. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I just think there's so much. Feels like so much change that the less people care. Sure, they'll show up in winning years, but I think the fabric, we're losing it. But All right. Steve. Yep, appreciate you, Paul. Thank you. Dick will be our final call of the hour. Hi, Dick. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Great show. Hey, I want to talk about something else, actually, but does it answer his call? To me, if you're a real Gator fan, true Gator fan, good or bad, you always love the Gators. You always support them. You won't ever get tired of it and stuff like that. I mean, I love them regardless of what they do or don't do. What I called to talk to you about, though, was Gator softball. I'm a little bit concerned with the Gator softball. I think I mean, Walton's a great coach. I'm not talking about him. But I think they're having another subpar season. And, and you know, it's hard to get to the top, but, you know, it's even harder to stay there. Mm-hmm. And I think what's happened was a little bit like what happened to Spurrier. When Spurrier came to the SEC, he lit it up. He had this team that dominated the SEC in the 90s. And his coaches said, hey, man, if we're going to contend against Florida, we got to get better. And guys got better, teams got better, and they caught up. Look at how many teams in the SEC right now are better than Florida. Look how many teams in the SEC. The SEC is catching up to Florida uh, in softball. So he, he's got to stay one step ahead all the time to stay up there. And I'm telling you, our pitching the last two years has been really subpar. I'm watching the game the other night, and Dale Bray comes in and throws five straight balls. He comes out, takes the ball from her. Doesn't say to me, she likes these regrets. I don't know. We had general- let, let, let me stop you here for a second. Let me ask you a question. You yeah. think Tennessee's pitching was subpar in that series? No, Tennessee's not. No, Eleven to ten. Eleven to ten isn't subpar. Well, I mean, Tennessee's is not subpar though. I bet you. If you look back to the season, no, no, no. I, what I'm asking is, if if I'm a Tennessee fan today, okay, they just swept Florida. Right. And if you're going to say, and I'm not saying Florida's pitching is good because in the league, their team ERA in league play is next to last. It's over five. It's not right. good. Okay. Right. But winning cures everything because I don't think in Tennessee today, a lot of people are calling and saying, man, I'm concerned about our pitching, even though it was an, we won a game 11 to 10 because they won. I That's the right. bottom line. You're right. And they're also saying, too probably is you know they beat a florida team who offensively you know can probably hit with anybody in the country but we might have the best player in the country in scott wallace she might be the best overall player in the country but we can't we can't beat anybody you know hightower's 14 and 8 she can't beat anybody good well we that, have, that's we not have, true but i guess i mean is, is it like down. it used to be but let me ask a question uh tim wall has to has to keep up right the sec's catching up my opinion. Yeah, right. I'm okay. And I'm gonna counter that. One year ago, where was his softball team? Do you know? Well, World Series? Bingo. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well yeah. It's pretty good. But right, right. It was pretty good. But still. actually it's really good. I'm being facetious. You get to Oklahoma City, you're pretty good. Right. No, I I, I agree. I'm not saying, like, you know, we all should just, like, go get ready to jump off a bridge. But, I, but I'm seeing trends in our pitching staff the last couple They're of years. having a down year, Dick. The Yankees have been, down years. 
I understand that. I understand that. But I think we I think we have to get some hammers in here. Well, if you follow there. recruiting at all, Maybe he's got they have the number one recruiting class in the country coming in next year, including I, two really good pitchers. I, right. I understand. And, and God bless them. I hope they are. Okay. Thank you, my right, friend. Please. Appreciate your call. Hour two. That call kind of encapsulates it. They're coming off a year in which they were in the College World Series. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you have joint pain and they're telling you surgery is your best option, please stop what you're doing and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The folks at QC Kinetics use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to bring lasting pain relief the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue in your knees, hips, shoulder, and back. The precision treatments are done in the office with no drugs and no downtime. QC Kinetics has hundreds of clinics all over America and thousands and thousands of satisfied patients. If your joints are aching from arthritis or injury, look beyond steroids and surgery and discover the amazing possibilities with regenerative medicine, especially this time of the year. You need to be living life to the fullest and doing the stuff you love to do. If you can get relief and avoid going under the knife, doesn't it make sense to check it out? Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Floridians love boating with family and friends, exploring our state's amazing waterways. But even experienced boaters can lose sight of the risks of passengers standing or sitting in improper locations. Bow riding by passengers of any age is extremely dangerous. Be sure that passengers only sit or stand in designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene. For this Wednesday, Sam Potosa is our producer. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us and talk sports. I've got to tell you this in all candor. 
one of the things I have loved about doing this show for 25 years is interaction with callers and emailers because the discussion sometimes, most times, is wonderful. We don't always agree, but there are issues out there that I think, like the ones we've been talking about today, are really important to talk about and discuss and get thoughts. Let me throw this out at you, and Dick, our previous caller, kind of brought this out. There's nothing wrong with a fan being concerned that their team is not doing as well as it's done in the past. And Gator softball, perfect example. Now, we're not talking Gator softball as if they're, they fell off the cliff. They have not. But I, I had to throw out that they're coming off being in the college world series. That is the standard. That's the ridiculous standard that I think some people have when it comes to their teams and their programs. That's just not sustainable. It isn't. And he's right. I mean, you think the other teams in the SEC and the other programs in the SEC are going to just stand around and watch, you know, Florida be dominant? No. They, they have money. They recruit. They coach. They do all that. It's hard to stay on top. It's harder to stay on top, in my opinion, than to get there. So we will talk about this tomorrow, by the way, with the NFL draft. I hope you'll participate in this. I want to get your thoughts on who will draft Anthony Richardson and where he goes. In other words, he goes number three to Carolina or whatever that is. I want to get your thoughts on that tomorrow. In the meantime, we'll take your phone calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says, who would you pick with the first pick of the draft? Bryce Young. Because of what the team needs. See, that's the other thing I think that people forget. If you have the luxury of already having a franchise quarterback, you may not take Bryce Young because you already have a great quarterback. Well, why wouldn't you take him? He's the best player in the draft. Well, if you think he's better than the one you got, fine. Then trade that guy. But if not, but I think Carolina needs a quarterback It'd be Bryce Young. That's who I would pick. James says, I know you're not Aaron Rodgers, but why do you think he made the move to the Jets? It was pretty obvious, James, that he wanted out of Green Bay. And the Jets are a big market, obviously, and they were in need of a quarterback. Big time. Not that other teams weren't. Carolina, Houston, you know, a few others, right? But think about it. He has a chance to go to New York and turn that franchise around. I think there's something appealing about that if you can do it. Donald says, <clears throat> a factor for me and football tickets is 
don't think one could make bench seating any more uncomfortable in the old Gator Stadium. Will they get around to putting in individual chair seats? Yes. At least Scott Strickland has said that, um, that that's something they're looking to do in renovating the swamp. Patrick says, I think you touch a nerve. People are very passionate about this topic. Uh, it's great hearing a lot of new callers and hope to continue to call and hear their different views. And he's got AR going number two in the draft. Sam says, my family and I have been season ticket holders since 1988. Have had a few friends <clears throat> that have not renewed due to costs, product on the field, and the lack of tailgate parking. All the new buildings on campus have pushed us further and further out. <clears throat> Let me ask this question. I've heard this now from a few people. Is that a big factor? Because, you know, media gets to park in certain areas. But I've heard that. And is it really that big a deal? I want to know that. We're still fans, of course, but every year it gets harder and harder to pay for those season tickets along with the booster fees. Tony says, this makes me laugh. UF, hey, we want to pay you $50,000 NIL, player. No, I just need movie tickets. Same reasoning used by some why AR should not have gone pro. It's absurd. Uh, John, your last caller was the epitome of a horrible Gator fan, in my opinion. You pointed out to him that just last year the Gators were in the College World Series. He still just really wouldn't listen to your points. Anyway, if the football team recovers to 8-9 wins, everything will return to normal. Yeah, Winning does cure a lot of that. No question. But I still want to figure out if losing is that. Well, let me ask this question. <clears throat> if you are going to drop your season tickets now and Florida starts to win again, would you repurchase them? Would you repurchase them? Because we can all talk about inconvenience and it's further away to park it's too hot, and it, all that. I'm telling you, most people want to be associated with winners. You get a certain amount of pride out of that. That's the big deal here. It's winning. I'm not saying that you get to a certain point that you say, you know what, it's not worth it anymore. I'm tired of leaving every weekend. I'm tired of staying in a hotel every weekend for football. I'm not doing that anymore. That happens. But I'm telling you, in my view, winning is about the deal. And I'm going to say this and probably get whacked for it. I guess I'm an old school fan. Now, I'm going to put that with a, with a caveat. I've been so fortunate over the years where I didn't have to pay to go see a Gator game because I'm in the media. And I got to see great games, national championships, being on hand when the Gators won a, a title. I didn't have to pay for it. I wonder, and I say this a lot, okay? I'm a long-suffering Jets fan. I, I'm still a Jets fan even though I could wring their necks when they do stuff wrong. But I would also say to you, if I were a paying customer and the Jets 
continued to have losing seasons, would I think twice about making that investment? I would. No question that I would. Andy says in Sarasota, I'm an alumnus, 45-year Gator booster and season football ticket holder that has decided to drop my football tickets this year. I would describe my decision this year as a result of death by a thousand cuts. Escalating costs, parking, traffic, late games, lack of team information. My kids are grown, rarely come to games with me, although all three graduated from other universities, they bleed orange and blue. Early season games, heat, overcrowded seating, but the straw that brought the camels back is the swamp. Last year, my boys and I decided to get tickets to Tom Brady's last game at Ray J. Even though I'm not an NFL fan, I haven't been there since the Super Bowl between the Giants and Ravens, but that stadium's first class in every aspect. Concessions, parking, traffic management, bathrooms, all done first class. The swamp is a dump. The food's horrible. Parking's a disaster. Gainesville and I-75 traffic even worse, and in the end, the swamp isn't a fun place to go to a sporting event anymore. It never will be again, given they only hold a handful of events there every year. I'll always be a Gator fan. I'll watch and listen to Gator sports the rest of my life because I bleed orange and blue, always will. Being a season ticket holder and booster doesn't define me as a fan. Being an alumni does. If it was only about winning, I would have given up on the Gators in the 70s, 80s, or 90s. Back-to-back-to-back was the greatest two-year run in college sports ever and will never be equaled. Interesting. The Furminator, what's happening? Yes, yes, sir. I'm calling from Ocala, and uh, you've got a great show. I listen to you all the time when I'm out and about, and I am a Texas Tech graduate, so hopefully my comments will be more objective than somebody that's so bought into the program uh, that they're Gators, Gator fans. So I'm trying to be in kind of an outside opinionator. When I lived in Lubbock, I had football, basketball, baseball, and women's basketball season tickets. Regardless of the performance of the team and all that, I was going to support it because of the loyalty. I was a member of the Red Raider Club, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Unfortunately, I live, in o- I live in Ocala now, so I have to watch a lot of ESPN Plus to get the games and all that. But my point is this. I've got some really good friends back in Lubbock. And their comments, particularly about football, and I understand them, but I would, in spite of that, I'd still be going to the games. But their comments are, of course, things like the parking is, as you sit at home, you've got a 50-yard line seat on the couch. The weather's perfect. The parking is free. The beer is colder. And a lot of colleges you can't even get a beer at. Uh, the concessions are cheaper. I mean, they have all these legitimate reasons, really. Plus, it, they give up a whole day, whereas you watch the game on television, you can, after it's over, you can watch that next great Southeast Conference or Big 12 game. So I understand those that have that. And if, unless you're a really an impassioned Gator fan, or in my case, Red Raider fan, despite all that, I'm still going to all the games, having the season tickets and supporting the team win or lose. But I would say 90% of your fans are less passionate than that. And all these other things with television getting so much better and better, and the weather and the, and the cost of all that stuff, I can understand how people are starting to bail, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's like anything else. When winning, winning is the biggest elixir, 
fans want to be associated with a winner. And I certainly, I don't care if that's business, sports, life. They want to be part of that, and I get that. But I do think there are, to your point, there are other things that are involved in that, whether it's bad parking or bad food or bad traffic or whatever, that sometimes it just gets to the point where, okay, I've done it. I'm going to watch it from my couch now. I totally get that. I had a had two real good friends that and during the Mike Leach era at Texas Tech, it was the best that we've ever had. And then it went south after that, and a lot of my good friends said, I'm not supporting this football program anymore and walked away from great season tickets. Now with the team looking pretty good, they can't go back and get those tickets. They can get a season ticket down in the end zone. So a lot of these people are very short-sighted. They dump their tickets, and four years later, now they've got the winning program back, and they can't get a ticket or can't get one near as good as they had. And It's pretty short-sighted for fans to react that way. I appreciate your call from another. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. 116, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Good afternoon, I'm Daniel Haviv. Gators softball is taking on their rival FSU. Florida will look to bounce back after being swept by Tennessee over the weekend. Tune in here for coverage of tonight's game beginning at 5.45 p.m. The Gators baseball team defeated UNF 6-2 on Tuesday night to get back in the win column. They have Missouri coming to town this weekend. Gators lacrosse looks to continue their seven-game win streak against Jacksonville tonight at 7 p.m. In the NBA, the Miami Heat are up 3-1 over the Milwaukee Bucks. They will look to close the series out tonight. And in the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will host the Houston Astros. Tampa is currently the top team in baseball. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Daniel Haviv. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. My friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville have been doing great things for a long time. Since they opened their doors more than 40 years ago, the Cousins family has provided you with the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The best and late model low mileage vehicles. Check out their variety. Check out their selection of vehicles. They do their very best to get a wide selection of vehicles there because they want to give you the widest choice and the best choice of vehicles you want to purchase. They understand the purchase of a vehicle is a big deal, and they want to give you the best choice. Go online, secars.com. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I've been a customer for a long time, and they do really, really good things at Southeast Car Agency. Go see them in person. Make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Times a family needs a little help to deal with life stresses. You can contribute to happy, healthy childhoods with a few simple steps. Notice families under stress. Offer a helping hand. Give your time. Talk about healthy child development. Connect a family with resources. Contributing to a great childhood can be as easy as being a good neighbor. For more, preventchildabusefl.org. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare workers out there. 
Don't just dream about your family's next adventure. Make it a reality. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR. And you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida healthcare workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more. Big news at Electronics World. Electronics World is now under new ownership. Hi, this is Tom Collette. EW is still locally owned and operated, still giving you big box prices with personal service. Our new ownership group is dedicated to providing you the ultimate customer experience while guiding you through all the latest smart home automation and entertainment products and services. Come visit our 5,000 square foot showroom and design center in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Advertisement sponsored by Allied Injury Group, not available in all states. This important message from Allied Injury Group reminds you that if you or someone you love was injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, you deserve financial compensation for your medical expenses, lost wages, pain, and suffering. Don't rely on insurance companies to look out for you. If you haven't spoken to an attorney, call our legal experts now. Work accident, truck accident, collision with an uninsured driver, or a slip and fall. Allied Injury Group has helped clients win hundreds of millions of dollars in damages. They're available 24-7 to take your call and fight for you. Remember, if you or someone you love suffered injuries in an accident that wasn't your fault, like being struck by a drunk driver, a collision with an 18-wheeler, were a victim of workplace negligence or more, get the financial compensation you deserve. Call Allied Injury Group for a free consultation now. Call 800-781-1815. That's 800-781-1815. Again, 800-781-1815. We are your home for Florida Gators softball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Yeah, Sam says he used to park in certain spots near the rights once construction happened and hurt where to go. My friends live several hours away, usually would drive up as early as they could to save those spots. Luckily, we have something near the stadium, but it's a bummer. I understand all the upgrades, but little things like this add up back to the phones let's bring david in here hi david hey steve thanks for taking my call mm-hmm. um yeah i'm just curious um i mean i thought personally well first of all i think probably a combination of things uh but i'm curious as far as are there any numbers like is it a uniform percentage of students and alumni um Alumni and other fans, maybe not alumni, but you know, maybe just fans. Um, is it a uniform drop off, or is it more students? Is it, have you seen any? No, like, they numbers they like didn't that? break down the. They just did a phone survey of some kind. I don't know that they okay. said it's you know ticket holders or whatever. So it's a. I mean, while there is validity to it, it's not from what I could glean the most scientific. Scientific, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, because I mean I'm just you know I know you know there could be a, a factor of it's you know seems to be more difficult every year for 
uh, students to get into the University of Florida gets harder and harder, as it does, you know, at other schools. I think FSU is probably the same way, um, although I think Florida is still a little harder to get into. Uh, I'm too, um, my daughter and son, well, one just graduated, the other one's graduating uh, uh, now, and, uh, and I graduated back in 88, and it was a lot easier to get back in then. I don't, I don't think I would have got in now, but um, it. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, Harder to get in, you know, different kind of a, a student getting in there. Maybe that factors into it. Um, but I will say I think a big part of it is just, you know, quote-unquote fair weather fans. You know what I mean? Like you said, <laughs> if you're winning, you know, people are going to show up. And if, if you're not winning, and like, you know, we've kind of had a pretty long period of time here where we're in a little bit of a lull, and uh, – I think you're gonna. It's just a natural drop off. I think if we start winning again, it'll you know it'll go back to being, uh, you know, more people attending. My my curiosity is piqued if this scenario happens. Supposing that not next year, but in 24, Billy Napier runs a similar offense to what is run now, and but they start winning. But they're winning games, you know, 28 to 20. Uh, you know, 27 to 19. And they run the ball a lot. And they don't go up and down the field. But they win. I wonder, I wonder if fans would then call and say, this is boring. I, I don't want to watch this. I, I, I hope in, in the uh, – what's the word I want to use? The, the, the person sitting in this chair in me sort of wants that to happen because then I'd really like to see what Gator Nation says. Are you happy because you're winning? Or do you want a more exciting product despite the fact that you're winning? Yeah, that, that's a really good question, and uh, I'd like to I'd like to see that too. Uh, I just personally, I just want to see some defense. <laughs> well, <laughs> we that's a whole nother while, right? story. Yes, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> All right, Steve. All right, Appreciate thank it. you, David. Appreciate your call. Yeah, that's that's a whole different animal there. No, no, no doubt. Um, and look, Daryl says this. Sam, let me ask you this. Okay, he's going to graduate. Okay. Next Saturday, actually. If you went to a game, did you go to the game and think, oh, that guy's getting NIL money? That guy's getting NIL money. Did that ever cross your mind? Me, personally, yes, just because I have some experience in that field and it is something that interests me. However, for the general fan, no. I mean, it's easy to look at when you're watching, let's just say when you're at the Florida-Utah game and you see Anthony Richardson, it's easy to say, oh yeah, that guy's probably getting the most NIL money on this team. Sure. But am I looking at people in terms of their NIL evaluations? No, I'm looking and seeing who's the best player on the field. For that, I always go back to the Florida-Alabama game in 2021 where I was watching and I was on the alumni side, probably on the 25-yard line, and I looked and I was like, Evan Neal is clearly the best player on the field right now. It didn't cross my mind how much money he was making in NIL, but I was, I look at it more of who's the best player on the field, not who's getting paid the most. And I think that's what most people look at. Now, where that flips is, and I'll just use Anthony Richards as an example, okay? If he doesn't perform well, 
well, he doesn't earn all that. He doesn't deserve all that NAL money. That is where that could come into play. And let me also throw in something here about mighty Alabama and the fact that nobody stays on top. I think we all understand the track record of Nick Saban. He has gazillions of people in the NFL, all that. But in their spring game, in their spring game, their quarterbacks were so-so. To the point where Notre Dame has a quarterback that entered the transfer portal whose former offensive coordinator is now on Alabama's staff. Well, guess what? Did anybody think that they would have to go to that route? Because you just look at Bryce Young, Jalen Hurts, all the quarterbacks they've had, right? I'm telling you, my point in all this is it's not easy to stay there. Even programs like Alabama sometimes miss, and they don't. The guy may have 100 stars, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to pan out that way. Steven had emailed me this. Your reaction to the Jets finally getting Rodgers, either let's go, we'll see what happens, or oh no. Oh man, let's go. That's mine. Let's go, baby. I mean, he if he ends up worse than what they have now, oh God. I don't know what'll happen. I don't know what'll happen. But he won't be. Let's just but I think a fair question is from a fan, right? What is now the fan expectation for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers? I think a lot of the Jets fan base thinks now they should be a playoff team because they have a very good defense and they've upped the ante when it comes to the offensive talent. That's what happens when you get a player like that. Tomorrow, I hope you will do this, and Friday, I hope you will do this. Friday, we'll talk about the first round of the draft, your thoughts on who was taken, who should have been taken, any surprises, your favorite team, what they did. And then tomorrow, tell me where you think AR will be drafted in terms of number, like three, five, two, one, whatever, and then who gets them. And do you think there'll be a trade in the top 10? We'll talk about that tomorrow. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. Never ignore what it's telling you. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah. 
They are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They've found a better natural way to relief using your body's own healing properties that you were born with. And it takes place same day right in the office during your appointment. No surgeries and no downtime. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially since you're always growing and changing. But deepening your self-awareness is the key to a happier, more fulfilled life. Therapy is all about that process of self-discovery. Because sometimes you don't know what you really want until you talk things through. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want, by chat, phone, or video call. Plus, getting started is easy. Just go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. If you don't find the right match the first time, don't worry. You can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Start on your own journey of self-discovery with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash YouFirst. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, they have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Melden Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Melden Law, we won't back down. Hi, can I take your order? Uh, yeah. Can I get one order of the Florida Sweet Corn and Ricotta Fritters? Um, sorry, that's not on our menu. Okay. Just one Florida blueberry cobbler, then. <laughs> Where are you seeing these? Um, followfreshfromflorida.com. Followfreshfromflorida.com has easy recipes for in-season local produce. That's amazing. Right? On second thought, no fast food for me today. Find seasonal recipes made with Florida ingredients at followfreshfromflorida.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Partly cloudy and warm early, highs in the mid-80s, but scattered to numerous thunderstorms are expected to develop later on this afternoon and persist well into the evening. They should bubble up first west of I-75 and propagate eastward, and a few storm cells could be strong. Damaging wind gusts in excess of 60 miles an hour and large hail will be possible. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. They got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. The expectations were lofty. But that star pairing has played just 142 games together. Boy, if they were healthy, well, they're not. And now the Clippers right across the road. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell 
here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I'm going to talk a little bit in this segment about one Deion Sanders. You can say what you want about Coach Prime. And he chose a school to go to in Colorado. He's smart. Because Colorado has been abysmal for a long time. So if he turns that around and they win seven, eight games, he can run for mayor in Boulder. But here's one of the unintended consequences of the transfer portal. And I think this says a lot about Billy Napier and a lot about how he handles things at Florida. CBSSports.com's David Cobb wrote a column, uh, and he talked with some outgoing players from Colorado who went into the transfer portal. Remember, they were 1-11 and last year. Okay? 23 Colorado players had entered the portal as of yesterday. Quote, this is offensive lineman Travis Gray. I'm not sure he knew the names of half the kids he got rid of. He was worried about who he brought in. If you were on the 1-11 team, it seemed like he didn't really care about us at all. He already said he was going to get rid of 25 or 30 of us And that's exactly what he did, unquote. Now, I ask you, I ask you, talk about NIL, talk about players getting what they get. Is that fair? I understand you were recruited by a previous regime, but... That tells me a lot. I'm not sure he knew the names of half the kids he got rid of. And because of returning scholarship players from last year, it was down to 16 players. So it could mean they could have more than 80% of a roster turnover. This is an outgoing tight end, Zach Courtney. None of the new coaches would talk to the old players and treat us the same as the people they brought in. The new guys wouldn't be picked on as much in film. Coaches would tell them to just do better. But if it was an old player, they'd keep going off on what you did wrong and keep yelling about it. That's okay. So a coach can come in and just say, I'm blowing you out. I'm blowing you out. That's that's part of what athletes have to go through. So that when you talk about NIL and all that, well, think of that. If if those guys if, is what those guys are saying is true, then they're just like yesterday's paper is just discarded. Is that how this is that what this was meant to be? Is that what NIL is supposed to do? I don't think so. And again, 
you're going to look at a whole new team. And, you know, the flip side of that is, if you're Deion Sanders, you want your people in there. I get that. But, man, that's tough. So, once again, a coach can say, I don't want you. But the flip of that is a player can say, I want out now. I'm not playing enough, or for whatever the reason is. This is just what you get. By the way, in uh, the 2024 recruiting class, according to uh, 24-7 Sports, Michigan is now at the top of the class over Ohio State. That will certainly change as that continues. All right, got about 20 minutes left today. Been a good show to this point. If there's something you want to touch on, we talked earlier, we're just tuning in about fans and you know whether or not you support a team and what would cause you to not have your tickets renewed, et cetera. 392-8255, and you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Bill says, uh, are you surprised at the Rays and their start? Uh, yes, a little bit. I never thought they would be this good. So, yeah, I'm a little bit surprised. Um, a couple more here. Oh, Nicholas says, happy for your Knicks, but you must be happier than me. You bet I am. First of all, I was happy because, again, the Knicks had not been in the playoffs for a while. They get in, and they might knock out Cleveland and advance. That'd be pretty cool. So, yes, I'm very pleased at that. Philip says, Steve, I've loved the show today and loved the conversation. I want to get back to yesterday. I didn't have a chance to call in, although I did, I did listen. The SEC is crazy for talking about what they're talking about in terms of taking away a home game if, t- if fans file on the field. Who does that punish? It punishes the coaches. It punishes the team. It doesn't punish the fans in any way, shape, or form. Do you think that's right? Great point. It doesn't punish fans. It doesn't. If, if they did that, it would totally, well, it would, it would punish the fan for not being able to go to one home game. But the bigger punishment is, A, you now have to play on the road again, and B, your city loses a gazillion dollars in revenue from a lost home football game. If you listened yesterday, I get it. Because the SEC knows that the money they're they're making now, the money they're they're levying for people that or for teams that don't do this is chicken feed. It's nothing now. So they're trying to find a way and here is what uh, the commissioner says. I would, I would argue part of what has to happen is we have to change the culture. I don't think just passing a rule can stop it. People have to stop it. I don't know that enough people 
want to stop it. I would venture, do you think a majority of people would say storming the field's okay? I would say a majority would say it's okay. I'm not saying they would do it. I'm saying I think they would say it's okay. And if that's the case, then again, you can make the case, I suppose, why in the world is the SEC even trying to curtail this? Do what Florida does. And I'm going to ask this. If you're a Gator fan, have you ever thought about storming the football field? And if so, why didn't you? Is it because of tradition? Or is it because there's police all around it? I think I don't think tradition has anything to do with it. I think because of the uniformed police presence and the fact that you don't want to risk being arrested, that is a deterrent. Tell me what you think. 143, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Diaz. The Gators softball team heads to Tallahassee to take on FSU tonight. The Gators are coming off a series loss against number four Tennessee and are looking to get back on track tonight against the Knowles. Tune in to coverage beginning right here at 545. In the NBA, the Miami Heat have a chance to close out the Bucks tonight. Miami leads the series three games to one heading back to Milwaukee and will look to complete this first round upset over the one seed tonight. Tip-off is set for 9.30. In the MLB, the Miami Marlins and the Tampa Bay Rays are both in action tonight. Miami plays their last game of the series against the Braves at 6.40, while the Rays look to secure a series win against the Astros tonight at 6.40 as well. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Nick Diaz. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Here's a story I've heard too many times. You need your car looked at, so you take it to the dealership or some chain store, and guess what? They're backed up, understaffed, and woefully unorganized. You just know if you leave your car there, it'll be days before you see it again. You don't need that kind of mess in your life. Dave Mays Automotive is fully staffed. They have five ASE certified mechanics on hand. There's no wait time, and they'll even give you a loaner car if you need it. Now, that's service, and that's why I and so many others have been trusting Dave Mays Automotive since 1975. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive. Get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life 
that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your, your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Considering buying a lab-grown diamond versus a natural diamond? IDC owner Keith LeClaire says, be careful. These machine-made diamonds are being mass-produced, and the value appears to be dropping fast. If they can create 130 carats per machine per day, and you've got 5,000 people that are growing at that level, do you know how much is already stockpiled? You're talking about millions of carats. Now you're talking about a product that was $5,000 just three years ago is now down to almost zero. So when trying to choose between a natural diamond and a lab-grown diamond, proceed with caution. Why would you put your money in something that devalues faster than food you eat? Before you propose, come to International Diamond Center and get the facts about diamonds from our non-commissioned experts. Learn how diamonds are priced and graded on the world market and educate yourself on the latest trend of lab-grown diamonds. I want people to know that IDC is about protecting them. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point and always at ShopIDC.com. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Goldman. You are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Coach. We will have a final segment here coming up. We'll start with D. D. Hello. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Hey. Hey. So uh, you kind of brought back up the topic about uh, rushing the field and the. Uh... Excuse me. Sorry, I was just running. <laughs> um, about uh, the uh, punishment for it, um, and uh, the the. Uh, Losing the game, I guess, the three games, It's you know, it, there's arguments that it's a little harsh, a little draconian, but it's only draconian if you actually violate the r- rule, right? Like, I mean, if you if you don't actually rush down the field, then you're not going to get punished. Um, but really, like, what I look at it, and I, and I emailed yesterday, um, is I don't think it's really intended to ever be used. It's to get 
you know, these schools to actually take it, you know, a rule that's already in place. You're not allowed to go on the field already. It's not like this is a new rule that we're saying we can't go on the field. We never were supposed to be on the field. That's correct. Um, it's, but you have schools, you know, like Tennessee, Ole Miss. Like, how many times did they rush the field last year? I feel like they rush the field every time they won a game. Um, where it's not only are these schools not necessarily trying to keep fans, so in some situations, I think it was the president of the AD at Tennessee just kind of laughing about the fine. Yes. It's like, yeah, we'll get, we'll get it, we'll get it covered. Yes. Deal. So, like, so they're almost encouraging it. Whereas you have schools like Florida, and you see, like, the last five minutes of a game, you see just a whole army of, of law enforcement officers coming down the, you know, the, the vomitory steps to line the field. And it's, it's, I think, it, like, what it boils down to is this, this rules are in place to get the universities to take it serious, not to, that they ever want to use this, this punishment. I, and I, I feel like that's where people are just kind of missing the point of it. Well, you kind of said it. And I've always believed this, okay? If, if you want to deter it, you can deter it. Can you prevent it? No. No. I don't care if you have, you know, whatever Florida has in terms of horses and police officers and all that. If 50,000 people want to come on that field, you're, you're not going to stop it. It's right. the threat of being arrested. It's the threat of that. That stops it, and at least people will see that there is a deterrent there. And if every school in the league did that, I promise you there'd be less. Not I wouldn't it wouldn't stop it. I don't think completely, but there'd certainly be less rushing of the field. So you're right. It comes down to you know what schools are willing to do, what money they're willing to spend to stop it. And another another counter argument that people are making about it is like no one ever gets hurt. You, you never hear about. I had a friend who uh, went to Clemson, um, and they they used the same thing. They like they tore the goalpost down for being a team that's like ranked twenty fourth, and um, there was people get hurt pretty much every time. Not like life threatening injuries, but there's always people who are have broken arms, broken hands. You know, especially with the goalposts. When the goalposts come down, that's where a lot of people would get hurt. Again, not anything serious. No one having to you know go to the er because they broke the back or anything but i mean it's only a matter of time just because something hasn't happened doesn't mean it does happen and you have to kind of weigh the risk versus the reward what what's the purpose of rushing your field versus i mean do you need do i need to go to a game and i'm here look i'm not completely opposed i'm kind of indifferent to rushing the field i would never do it but i'm not i'm also not someone that says like oh that's so stupid i just don't really care but at the same time when it comes to safety yeah, I don't know. All right. Appreciate you, D. Thank you for your call. Yeah, I mean, that's – I've never understood it, but whatever. Let me end with some emails here, but if you want to get a call in, you can. Mark says, I disagree with the previous call about why people don't come in. is because they're fair-weather fans. I don't go in, but I do go to a watering hole and cheer at the top of my lungs. We also get free jello shots for a Gator touchdown. I am a true Gator fan, he says. All right, Paul. Marks is back when Muschamp took the Gators to the Sugar Bowl. He was winning low-scoring games with defense and a run-first offense. Do you recall the pulse of the fan base then? That may help answer your question. Yeah, some didn't like it. I, I remember. I was sitting here doing shows, Mark. Yes. I wonder, however, if fans would take that now. Because remember, that was not far removed from Tim Tebow, Chris Leak, etc. We are now 
15 years removed from any kind of a football championship. So would people really care if it was that offense, if they won? I don't know. Tampa Mike says storming the field is more about status. UF doesn't do it because of the deterrent policy, but other schools have similar deterrents. It occurs. It's more about expectations. You don't see the schools that expect to win doing it. Uh, Andrew says we'd be better off with boring Muschamp back. All right. And then I'm going to end with this. A lot of afternoon baseball games today. Pass along some of those scores for you. Reds at home against the Rangers. 2-1 Red, actually 2-2 now in the fifth. Jonathan India hitting 280 is 0 for 2 today for the Reds. The Red Sox and the surprising Orioles in Baltimore are 1-1. That's in the third. The Blue Jays and the hapless White Sox, 3-0 Jays going to the top half of the fourth. Guardians and the Rockies, both teams under 500. Guardians at home lead 2-0. That's going to the fourth. The Yankees, oh my God, they're just two games over 500. Fire the manager. They're at the 14 and 10 Twins. Twins won last night. Yankees up today, 5 1. That game is in the third inning. Just underway, Tigers and Brewers from Milwaukee. Everything else is either later this afternoon or tonight. By the way, Brady Singer for the Royals. The Royals are 6 and 18. 6 and 18. I think Brady Singer has three other wins. He won last night as as they beat the Diamondbacks. And AJ Puck, believe it or not, for the Marlins, has four saves. He's found himself a new role. And uh, my Mets will take on the Nationals tonight after the Nationals spanked them last night. Braves, 16 and 8, but they're only 6 and 6 at home. Think of that. They've got the 12 and 12 Marlins tonight. And how about the Athletics? 5 and 19. And they play at the 12 and 12 Angels. And I hope the Angels, the biggest offs or the biggest in season discussion at the trade deadline is going to be Otani. Will the Angels get rid of him? Because if he says he doesn't want to come back, they got to get something for him, don't they? They can't let him just walk as a free agent. So that, if, if the Angels are not in contention, if they don't do something, that is going to be a really, really huge story. Okay. Uh, tomorrow, oh, by the way, Brett Favre was asked about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. He says he will, quote, do great. Uh, He says he'll handle the transition as well as anyone. He's smart, an instinctive person on and off the field. In other words, you're not going to catch him by surprise very often. I think he's the best at making everybody around him better. I would rather not bet at all than bet against him. Well, if anybody has a perspective about that, um, you know, 
And it's interesting, when Favre first got with the Jets, people forget this. The Jets were 8-3. and three. They were 8-3, and three, and then he suffered a torn biceps muscle, and they didn't disclose the injury until after the season. He struggled. The Jets lost four of their fa- five, last five games, missed the playoffs, and it cost one Eric Mangini his job. But it's interesting, he threw 22 touchdowns and 22 interceptions. Yeah. Farr was 38 when he was traded. Rodgers is 39. Farr was 35 when they drafted Rodgers. Rodgers 36 when they drafted Jordan Love. If Aaron Rodgers throws 22 picks, the Jets are in trouble. Even with their good defense, they would be in trouble. By the way, congratulations to end the show today. Gator women's golf team selected as the number four seed in the Raleigh Regional. The NCAA announced that today. It begins on May the 8th. It's being hosted by NC State. What happens there after 54 holes, the top five teams in low individual advance to the NCAA championships in Scottsdale, Arizona, later in the month of May. Thanks to Sam for producing. Thanks to you for listening. Tomorrow, NFL Draft. Where does Anthony Richardson get drafted? Who takes him? I want to know that tomorrow from you. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Steve Russell. See you later. W251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRU.